irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Things Therapy. I'm your host, Lisa Tahir. I'm a licensed clinical social worker practicing as an intuitive psychotherapist. I want to thank you for supporting this podcast whose mission is to change consciousness one conversation at a time by your listenership, emails, and especially your ratings and reviews. It means so much and helps boost this podcast for more people to listen and and just be exposed to the guests that I have come on and messages of transformation and healing. Today will be a very deep dive into that. And I just want to ask you if you haven't given All Things Therapy a written review on iTunes, if you could please do that. There is a link through my website, nolatherapy.com, N-O-L-A-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y.com, under the LA Talk Radio podcast button where you can select one of four platforms. And I'm just going to ask you to please go rate and review this podcast and uh, I will write you back thanking you for it. And if you are experiencing a hard time right now or just want to talk and process some of the issues and feelings you might be going through, I am doing virtual sessions through phone, Skype, FaceTime, and Zoom. All of that information is at nolatherapy.com as well. And to pre-order my new book coming out on astrology, empathy, and self-forgiveness. I took about three and a half years to write on the archetypal wounded healer named Chiron, who is also a minor planet asteroid, depending on what astronomer you talk to, but this placement in your birth chart reveals your core wounding and patterns that we all source from that place. And my book's intention is to help you shift and transform those patterns to experience more autonomy and self-direction and empowerment, which will bring you to greater levels of happiness and wellness and wholeness and peace. So please check that out as well at NOLA Therapy. My online class on empowerment sourcing from within is also there. And you can join my email list at NOLA Therapy. And I look forward to connecting with you. Okay, my guest, I'm really excited to have Trisha Carr on with us today. I'll tell you about her first, then I'll tell you why I'm excited to be speaking with her. Trisha is host of the Charmed Life podcast with over 300 episodes. She's an empathy and energy healer. She's a medium, an animal communicator, an intuitive channel. She's a clinical hypnotherapist, a counselor, and Reiki practitioner. She's also a voice artist and offers meditations that you can access through her website, which is, I like to give that at the start of the show, in case you want to follow along, Trisha Carr, C-A-R-R, charm, C-H-A-R-M.com. And Trisha, I just want to welcome you today because I feel like your ability to tune in will be helpful today. I've been feeling a little higher level of emotional disturbance and anxiety. So I wonder if you can just bring forward today what what needs to be said and welcome. 
Oh, thank you for having me, Lisa. And I'm excited for you to come on my show too. And, and I think it's at the end of the summer. So that's going to be is. fun. It so is. I'm so excited. <laughs> yes. Thank you thank in you. advance for that. Thanks. So where do you want to begin? You. Yeah, with what's on your heart and your work and just what's important mm -hmm. for our listeners today to know about. Sure. Yes. Well, uh, we are in the midst of uh, some profound challenges right now. And, you know, we are in the midst of the pandemic still and the, um, some of the quarantining and just all of that chaos. And then, of course, we are dealing with uh, centuries old uh, profound issues around um, getting on with one another and learning the law of one truly is what, mm. what we're doing. And so, you know, uh, people are really feeling it. Um, and whether they are, uh, their whole lives and, and careers are dedicated to spiritual seeking and teaching as, you know, like you and I are, or if they are, if they're, they have other kinds of avocations and vocations it's uh, the sensitivities are, are, are heightened. The um, suggestibility is heightened. You know, I'm a hypnotherapist. So we, we talk about suggestibility, which is your openness to receiving information on the uh, spiritual and mystical side. We call this being highly sensitive, a highly sensitive person or an empath. And it, basically we're all, um, the conscious mind is being overloaded with these message units and we, and the critical mind is giving up and we are escaping into the subconscious mind, but rather we're doing it in the manner of the unconscious, not the intentional use of the subconscious mind. And when we escape in that manner, that's unconscious to us, we're just in the chaos of the fight flight mechanism. Mm. And that's when people feel like, what can I do? How, how can I do this? We can't, we, I can't do this. What are we doing? And, and just the, the, the scripts and the worry and depression and it's just the feeling in identity with the chaos of the mind and that's the personal mind as well as the collective mind and that yes. being again the unconscious not the conscious or the you know the whole mind so that's what we're so, dealing with and yeah go ahead no you first and then i'll say please oh well it's you, you, I, I'd like to tell it that way, just to kind of say what it is. It's almost it, to, to hopefully help to demystify it, to give the picture of it, even though that's, that's really describing what we're, what's happening to us. It's not describing the solution yet, but it's almost like, you know, um, in, in the Bible, Jesus was calling out the name of the demon and saying, what is your name? And that's what released it, you know, being able yeah. to identify the mental, emotional and exposure to the mental, emotional challenge is actually the way through and past it. And so what we do, what we can do, I mean, the fact of the matter is it is happening. This, all of this chaos is happening and yet there is an eye of the storm. And that is, that is within each and every one of us being able to identify to that peace, clarity, and stillness while the, the chaos is happening without gives us the, the masterful perspective and actually helps us to let that life force energy move toward the actions that, are aligned and are helpful and are healing. So if we can identify that, just even by knowing or affirming that it's there, even if it feels like you can't find it in a particular moment, even the pivot of intending to have the attention on that eye of the storm can be deeply helpful in, a, in these times that we have right now. Actually, I'm even feeling that slight shift as you're mm. speaking about about this. Mm -hmm. And I've been listening to your podcast and your YouTube oh, channel. Thank you. Yeah, which is awesome. And what's coming to mind is you're talking in relationship to how I've been feeling today with a bit 
for, for myself, a bit of heightened, generalized, um, anxiety, like wanting to Mm -hmm. move, but, but I know that's the opposite of self-soothing. And even I've meditated a couple of times this morning before our show and just felt very tearful, like a tearful release, not even sure Mm -hmm. of, of exactly what that's about yet in, in some of your work, you were, you were talking about energy is innocent and that somehow mm. really resonated. Like it felt like, ah, oh, like a place to kind of breathe into that energy is innocent. And so today I'm, I'm mindful to not get caught up in whatever I'm feeling and instead try to step back a bit. And I wonder if you can talk to us about the innocence of energy and maybe even my experience that I'm sharing right now with you and our listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that you have the interest or the urge to move and move the body that can actually be very therapeutic because it does spend energy and it, it will go to the energy that is maybe the fat or the toxin or that which is really on the surface that wants to be off gassed. And so that is actually a really, I think that's a really good practice if we can work it. And even if it's getting up and moving around in, in, for 90 seconds, uh, the meditation, finding the eye of the storm. And that can also be something that's a micro or a mini if we're in the middle of our day, focusing on the breath and uh, letting the, the divinity of breath imbue us and recognizing. And I ha- actually have a practice I can talk about with the breath that anyone can do called the fourfold divine breath. And I could talk about it in a moment. Great. Um, after, yeah. So the innocence of energy is really just recognizing the reason that en- the, that energy is innocent is because energy is the one. It is it is the the it's inseparable, and therefore it, there is no two if they're if we're looking at it from that perspective of there being one, and therefore it must be innocent. Another way to that I to look at that is that it is it is neutral. Energy in and of mm. itself is neutral. So if if we have we identify let's say an emotion or in a feeling a feeling such as anxiety. Well, beneath that filter of the of the um, the word anxiety and the sensation of anxiety, beneath that is just a a charge of energy, and so we could choose to have this heightened energy that beneath beneath which is innocent and neutral, and we can decide to reframe it, which is something we do in neuro linguistic programming. Just reframe, and we can decide that I'm going to shift this to passion. I'm going to shift this to positive working. Now, and this isn't meant to be done in a way that is negating the anxiety. Actually, we, we do move through the, what that, you know, if we say it's fear or, or worry or pain or whatever it is, we're actually embracing it and we're welcoming it in and allowing it to be transmuted and, and alchemized even mm. into that which it is truly offering, which is every, every single thought, every single feeling, everything that upon which we have awareness has a positive intention deep, deep beneath it. Sometimes it's very deep, but it is to keep you safe and it is to keep you connected and to keep you in evolution. So this, that's a, it's, it's a very it's mindfulness, right? Is what we're really talking yeah. about and, and all of this. Mm-hmm. How have you been during yeah. this time, Trisha? Like what has come up for you during this week or this month during this pandemic time? I'm, I'm curious about that. Well, I have been, feeling that eye of the storm, I, you know, we get to have, I just love getting older because you can, you have this experience, you have, you can look, you can reflect on the journey. So I can, I am so grateful 
that I am able to feel the peace, clarity, and stillness within. I feel like I am able to really take time to be mindful and examine myself. And, and as we're being asked to do with the concerns about the, the tensions, you know, post the murder of George Floyd and what's going on with the protests, I'm really grateful that I'm, I'm comfortable being uncomfortable sometimes because I think that's what we're being asked to do and welcoming the discomfort as an opportunity to examine myself and to move forward cautiously, let's change that to uh, care fully, full of care, compassion Mm. and concern. And, and, you know, and just knowing that I, I am okay with moving with my heart. And I'm also okay if someone gives me feedback about those actions, because it's an opportunity for me to go within again and refine. And so uh, having said all that, and yet my body is a very, like everyone's is a very psychic instrument and I am a very literal suggestible. So I pull energy into my being and my body very directly into my body. So I'm having some disturbances in the physical body, you know, yeah, sleep and some pain in the gut and the different things. So, you know, we're always human, even though if we can find that eye of the storm and we're doing the work, there's still, you know, things will show up in the physical, the emotional and the mental. And, you know, so it's all there. It's all, the human experience is, is quite vivid right now. I appreciate you sharing that. And as you were talking, mm-hmm. it caused me to think of in your work where you talk about heart telepathy and mm. and telepathy. And during during this time with the murder of George Floyd and the subsequent protests and riots and, and desire to, for, for justice to be served, I know in my meditations, I felt more of a, of a calling and desire to send love mm-hmm. out into the world, into the consciousness of people's hearts and minds and, and where they're hurting and to our planet and just like a deep, you know, like really, truly emotionally, like more than I've ever felt before, like a powerful, just like outpouring from my spirit into those people, places, and, and, and such. And, um, like, it's just been really intense to, to really want that vibration of love to be sent out. Can you talk to us about heart telepathy and, and such? Yes. Yes, absolutely. You know, I'm sure your listeners are, are very familiar with, you know, thoughts or things and, and the fact that energy is, is real and true. And I think that a benefit of of a time times that are so trying is when we say I don't know what to do, that that is actually it's true um, from one perspective, because I the I who is the the you know the me who is the individual who is identifying only to the self and the limitations of a physical body, it's true you I can't. I can't change all of the pain uh, on my own, but what I can do is plug into the higher truth, which is that of being one. And then I can do something like meditate, send love, send healing, pray. Prayer is a real thing and it is a non-religious. It is no religion owns prayer. Prayer is affirmations by proxy. If we're talking about doing it for another, it is calling. It is, it is creating thought forms and making them sophisticated and imbuing them with the ability to do beautiful work of healing. And if that means to you calling on angels, or if it means to you calling on different spirit guides, or if it simply means having a 
calling to you as state feelingly, as Neville Goddard tells us, then that is a truth. That is love working and love works every time, even if we don't know how it works, it mm. works because it is the truth of the fabric. That is what energy is. It is, it is the, it is in its highest truth. It is just what we experience as love. And so if, so far as being heart telepathy, the heart is that right there in the center of our body, the center of our being. And it is how the, the, as above, so below comes together and really is where the waveform collapse happens. And so it is the inner essences and the higher essences coming, becoming one. And it is like that, it is that powerful instrument. We know the heart chakra to be the healing instrument. And so the, and the heart itself has neurites, just like the, the physical brain. And of course that's also in the gut. So it is a highly charged electromagnetic instrument and the is the telepathy which some people like to call it tell empathy but telepathy mm. really encompasses the tell empathy as well they really mean the same thing but it kind of brings it into into a you know a, a focus if we think of it that way it really it, it is a truth that is fundamental to anything be- eventually becoming matter light is the smallest quantizable experience of matter and your heart conducts that and so sending that whether a person is conscious of how that love is working or how that communication is filling their experience it truly does work and that is something that we can do and again if we connect with that stillness within it will bubble up and then the heart can become that powerful instrument Trisha so beautifully said I feel my heart almost vibrating with energy as you were speaking mm-hmm. about about oh, you this got chakra. such a big one <laughs> thank you you got such a big one <laughs> thank you oh trisha i'm going to do a quick uh commercial and, and come back to you within mm-hmm. about a minute and a half so listeners you know that stress weakens our immune system and there is a new company on my podcast i'm really excited to introduce you to our three set and they are taking a holistic approach that's science-based with over 200 clinical studies demonstrating the effectiveness of their product r3 set at reducing stress by boosting three bodily systems the immune endocrine and nervous system so they have created time released aroma caps that are vegan gmo free and made in the usa I have been using R3 set for this past month and the daytime capsule is called Calm. It has a lovely citrus aroma. When you open the bottle, you smell. So it immediately kind of just puts you at ease and a a slight citrus taste that does relax you. And at night, the unwind capsule has a lavender aroma and taste. It's like an aromatherapy treatment before you swallow the capsule. It's all natural. They have scientists, yogis, holistic healing practitioners, psychologists, and doctors that have been researching to put R3 set out. And as my listener, you can try them out for 10% off by going to R3 3set.com and using the checkout code therapy, I'll spell all that for you. The letter R, the number three, the digit 
set, S-E-T dot com, and therapy, T-H-E-R-A-P-Y is your code. You can also join their email list for free. And for 14 days, they send you a great blurb talking about how you can do a breathing technique, a behavioral change. They give you tools to help you manage stress in addition to their natural aromatherapy capsule. And I just really love this company. They, they've really done their work. Um, so again, go to R three set.com code therapy. They're also available for sale at CVS and target and, uh, yeah, check them out. Trisha. So, okay. Heart. Thank you for saying that. I do have a big heart. It's just been like exploding (laughs) love and like all kinds of emotions. And that's, what's been overwhelming me, but I know I trust, I really believe in what you're saying love being the highest Mm -hmm. vibration. Like I stand upon that and just know that good will result. And, um, that's been a practice of mine during this whole time is just really standing upon love and light and sending that out and breathing it in to keep myself in the highest vibration, to be a healer. And this podcast time is my, one of my favorite times of the week. And, um, for -hmm. you too, being a podcaster and you have over 300 episodes. Mm -hmm. So you've been doing this a bit longer than I have with charmed life oh yeah (laughs) yeah how how long have you been doing it four years and over 200 episodes oh oh yeah well yeah i've been about four years okay uh, but i do i do them some a bit more frequently than once per week so maybe that's okay uh, yeah that's it (laughs) i like where you Um, also yeah go on and then i'll say no that's all right please I was going to say, in listening to your show, I, I hear you talk about the theme, which I love, of forgiveness and mm-hmm. that raising vibration and frequency and um, asking for divine help. So on any topic, but that just came up, I jotted a note about that to highlight that mm-hmm. that's a real mm-hmm. cornerstone of, of your work. Well, forgiveness was definitely is something that I needed to cross over that threshold in a grand way at some point in my life, uh, particularly in post my metaphysical awakening and opening. And, you know, forgiveness is, is setting ourselves free to forgive another is really just to forgive ourselves. And that can be when we're in the pain of something gone wrong, which is probably really relevant right now, for those people who are witnessing everything that's going on and feeling the pain on behalf of others, even if you are a person who you are not a person of color and you're experiencing it on behalf of other, you know, people of color who have been through what they have been through. And we feel it on behalf of someone else, or we feel it ourselves because of our own experiences. And, but it is truly to, forgive the self. And, you know, as I don't remember who is credited with saying this, but forgiveness is not about setting the other one free. It's about setting yourself free. You're the one that you're holding in the holding captive. And it's, it's a, an experience of non-presence when we are holding the resonance of pain that is not currently in our reality in this time space moment. So it brings us to it gives us the access to the eternal unfolding now gives us access to presence and essentially to catch up with God by slowing down and getting that presence. If if you like the word God, you know, some people bristle at that, but I mean the universal energy when I say that. So 
what I did have a, there was this moment years ago where I was having a hard time. I understood that intellectually, all of that principle, but having been a person who's as a child experienced abuse and I experienced abuse of the, you know, sexual nature as a child. And, and that's like, you know, the injury to the, to the energy body is, is profound yeah, with yes. that kind of, you know, and then Absolutely. you, as an adult, as an adult, then you, you kind of layer on top of it, just a protection of children in general. And that it's out, you know what I mean? Like you kind of tap into all of this, all of this karmic energy and um, by your awareness of it. But I did want to experience forgiveness because if for no other reason than to set myself free, mm-hmm. but I, I didn't understand how to make that happen because if I thought about the subject or the person at all, I felt the resonance with the pain of the event. Mm. And so it just, yeah. I had this seemingly unsolvable equation and I, I was driving this, this moment I was driving along and it was when I had my old career and I pulled over because I was so frustrated because I would bring up the, the attempt to forgive, but the, that energy would show up and I felt the cringe or the ick or the whatever. I pulled the car over and I banged my, my hands on the steering wheel and I just called out to angels and I said, Hey, listen, I don't know how to forgive, but I am stating that I am willing to forgive. And that's where I thought I was starting. And it was this moment of surrender. And interestingly, now I understand that the way I was banging my hand on the, on the steering wheel, I think I was tapping, I was doing emotional freedom technique as well, just naturally, not intentionally. And it started to shift the energy. And the thing is, I didn't, I didn't really think about it again until some certain amount of time later. And then I would think of the events them because my, my the puzzle I thought that I was trying to solve was wait am I supposed to have a lobotomy because I can remember it and there comes yeah. the, the feelings but the thing is I could re, I could remember the events but there wasn't identity or resonance with the pain points of it and so it was like it was that's freedom it was like what, having watched a movie and that was a story and all that was left was compassion and that, at that point I was able to go and sort of do some clearing and in like a, a, you know, self-guided meditative trance journey go and just bring, be with the higher self of the person who would be called the aggressor in the situation and thank that person for the contract that we made together and kind of honor it from that standpoint. And I, just in case, and this does trigger anyone, I should say this person is not a threat to others. So that's not a question that we have to ask. This person is, not in it's not it's not it's not the concern anymore so it isn't about that yes but I found that just the surrender alone I didn't have to do all this effort anymore it really just kind of worked and that I found that to be quite miraculous because that was the end of my work was the surrender <laughs> pretty much and you know I heard you share this on on one of your episodes and and I really could feel like you're just your deepest desire it's like I just I just want this. Like all of your being was aligned with just being relieved and really wanting to, to action forgiveness. And it, and it happened like in a spontaneous moment that then has been able for you to bring forth other things behind that and underneath that and to gift, Mm -hmm. to gift others and, and yourself. It was just a beautiful, 
sharing. So I appreciate you sharing that mm. with us. My pleasure. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And just to have the hope that you don't have to do all of this work, you, you know, the, when we are talking about something like shadow work or, or working with our wounds and our, our pain, I think sometimes we approach it thinking, well, I, I'm afraid to do that work because I'm going to re-injure myself. But that's mm. not the, that's not the true forward moving healing or evolution like the work that you do. In fact, that wound is already in you. It's already in your field. And so you're not going to wound yourself further. You're going to acknowledge it and just with, by turning your attention to it, you're not actually re-injuring yourself. You're not creating injury. You're already healing it. It's already getting better. And so just, I hope that people can feel it, that attention and awareness is the way out. The way through is the way out. Exposure to our mental and emotional challenges is what actually makes us stronger and gives us the value from it. And I say that as hoping to highlight also that we tend to be entrained. We have some conditioning around just escaping emotions, whether it's pharmaceutically, not to say that pharmaceuticals are unnecessary for certain people. They are necessary. And it's not my discipline. It's not my area to comment further. But I think there is a there is an overriding message from the collective unconscious that we need to avoid our difficult feelings. I Mm. think they're hitting us in the face right now. (laughs) Yes, Trisha. (laughs) I I like what you're saying. And so for someone listening, you offer such an array of services and you have such abilities that across the gamut, how, how can someone work with you? What do you offer them? And um, just to speak to that for a bit as well. Okay. Yeah. Well, right now I'm actually, um, we're in the, we're in registration. We're about to start a program. My business partner, whose name is Crystal Ann Compton. She's an intuitive channel and spiritual teacher. And at the end of this month, June and starting June 28th, we are beginning an energy intensive. It's an eight week program for, um, you know, covering all kinds of energy modalities. Um, and particularly we're each teaching our own proprietary energy modalities that we've never taught before. Mine is called quantum resonance and the healing technique. And, um, it's wonderful because there's community. It's all online. It's powerful. And I highly recommend that for any speaker, really it's, um, just having the resource of time and interest and a fearless pursuit of love and healing is, is what we, you would bring to the table. And in addition to that, um, I have a lot of one-on-one services, but they're actually on pause until while we're working on this program. But I have another platform of teaching. Um, It's my Mystic Arts Academy. And so twice monthly, we we meet for two-hour workshops on all kinds of mystical and metaphysical topics, self-help, higher consciousness, and um, one to three times per month. So almost every week, truly, we meet for a live group meditation or hypno journey. And then I give those um, as produced downloads as well. So those are the two ways right now. It's, I am doing group work for the next couple of months. Post that, I do intuitive mediumship readings, animal communication, and hypnotherapy and one-on-one and coaching and, and mentoring. That's great. And I've been, I've listened to some of the episodes with you and your business partner and they're wonderful. Like you, you have such good synergy mm. together. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. She's my BFF. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, it shows that y'all really in alignment and in sync. It's really good. A good vibe. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You know, also Trisha, you, you talk about 
in your work, the importance, the roles of thankfulness, gratitude, and appreciation. And for myself mm-hmm. during this time, it's something every day that has helped me to shift out of whatever body sensation or, or awareness that might feel difficult or challenging to to just say thank you for this experience mm-hmm. and kind of mm-hmm. lean into it. Can you talk to us, um, you know, about thankfulness and appreciation and gratitude? Absolutely. And that reminds me, I said I would um, talk about yes. a, a little technique anyone can do if Let's we do have, it. we have another minute or so. Okay. Yeah, we have like um, four minutes. So, yeah. Oh, good. All right, then. So the um, a technique that I, I call the fourfold divine breath, and it's, it's, a mindfulness practice, but it's even more. It's, an ex- it's a practice in expansion. And so to recognize that there are four folds to any breath cycle, and the first fold being the inhale. And the inhale, that, that deep inhale where we expand all through our being, seeing it as light, and that light is life force energy, ki, chi, prana, universal consciousness, God energy, whatever it is that that you see, but visualizing it or having a sense of it being light. And this inhale is representative of the magnetism, the magnet of your electromagnetic field. And this is the feeling nature. This is the vibration that is attracting to you, calling to you, the nourishment, the all all of the abundance that is the universe is sending you that the ecosystem is sending you and so the in-breath that inhale is representative of that receiving of abundance and the creative energies the next fold is at that apex if you're going up a hill and before you descend after you ascend and before you descend the apex of the breath and that's the gratitude time that's the fullness that's being so wealthy and abundant because you have received those good gifts, that sustaining and nourishing energy. And so it is this apex of gratitude and just relishing that wealth and well-being. And then the next fold is that that beautiful exhale and relishing that wonderful exhale. This is representative of the electric component of your electromagnetic field. And the electricity of you is the thought, the will. It's the frequency that is developed from the vibration. So it is the sending out. It is the signal. And it is the co-created gift that you send. You see, oh, another part of that apex of gratitude. It is the point of alchemy. It is where you have held the energy that you've received. And now it's transforming and becoming your co-creation. And so on the exhale, you are giving that gift. You're giving your gifts to the field, and that's the electric. And then at the bottom is the fourth fold. If we see it as a sphere, as a cipher, when we fully release and we are emptied out, and this is rebirth. This is before the rebirth even. It's a fertile void, and this is the appreciation part of the, four, of the fourfold breath. It's appreciation knowing that you can be satisfied, you can co-create, you can receive, it's also representative of faith and grace because you know in any, any microsecond now, in any atom now, you're going to be able to receive again. And so that's the, the fourfold divine breath that we can experience at any time, a micro or mini meditation that can help us to get recentered to that stillness, that peace, and your, feel, help you to feel empowered. as like humbled and great at once. Mm, I feel it. I just 
jotted down notes as you were speaking this, and I feel it in my body. Thank you. Oh, good. Yeah, you know, Trisha, I really pleasure. felt like Thank you. I really felt like today you were the guest to be on, and there was a little interference in us getting connected on on the phone. But I knew it. I was like, Spirit, I know Trisha's <laughs> like met today, like because I, I thought, well, I can do a solo show, and then we connected. I'm just really grateful, and I appreciate you because oh. I feel like my energy shifted from just this time together. Thank you. No, me too. Thank you so much. Me too. I appreciate you, Lisa, and the work that you do, and. Uh, I'm such an honor to be on and, and have this talk with you and be exposed to your audience. So thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for what you shared with all of us today. It's powerful and just <laughs> soothing. And I feel like it's like this white light beaming out into consciousness now with to everyone who listens. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. We are powerful when we come together. <laughs> we are. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I'll, thank I'll you. be on your show later this summer and look forward to it. Oh, I'm so excited. Yes. Well, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your afternoon. And uh, thank you again. Thank you, Lisa. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Many blessings to you all. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. That concludes my show with Trisha Carr. She is the host of Charmed Life Podcast. You can find her on YouTube under Trisha, T-R-I-C-I-A, Carr, C-A-R-R, and at... Uh, TrishaCarCharm.com. I want to thank you all for tuning in today. I'd love if you want to be connected on social media. You can find me on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram at NOLA Therapy, N-O-L-A-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y. I have been sharing quotes from my upcoming book on self-forgiveness on those platforms. I've been reading to you from my manuscript on those platforms, and I'd love to be connected and know what you think and what you need. All my love to you. Bye. You're listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tahir, only on LA Talk Radio. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.